welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great because tonight we get to talk about one of my favorite things, which is anything that you... No, not the spa. Not Not the spa. spa. Anything you can do in Walt Disney World that's free. I'm sorry, what was that? That's right. Anything that you can do on your Walt Disney World vacation to enhance your vacation that is at zero cost to you. Free. Free things at Disney. That is definitely something you don't hear often. Um, But yes, you and I compiled a list of things that you legitimately can do for free that Disney intends for people to do for free and enjoy. A lot of this, just like everything else that we talk about week in and week out, is very dependent upon your traveling party. So if we're talking about something that is a 30-minute walk and that's not within the means of your traveling party, well, then that's obviously not something you're going to do, right? So there there are very different experiences to be had by each traveling party depending upon who you are and what you're looking to do. And that's why this episode is not going to be a 105 thing listicle. No. We're going to talk about the things so that you can figure out, do they work for your family? Do we have the right energy level, whether we're talking about a walking path or a very active thing? Do we have the attention span if you've got little ones? Do we have the desire to spend two hours round trip on transportation for something that's going to be 15 minutes or 20 minutes, because I will preface all the things that we say that are free by saying one thing that used to easily be free that I think Disney took away that definitely is going to impact tonight's show. And that is parking at all of the different resorts. Mm -hmm. Disney really encourages you to visit the resorts and you used to be able to, if you had a car on property, you used to be able to drive and park anywhere. As you know, they charge for parking at the theme park if you're not a resort guest. And I think too many off-site people were claiming that they were coming to see the resort and get around parking fees. So we'll talk tonight about transportation and getting there, but know that most resorts, if you are driving there and you're just going to see something that we're talking about, they are going to turn you away, unfortunately with your car you can uber over you can take disney transportation when you drive up to these resorts and they won't let you in they say to you go park at disney springs and take a bus over so they're happy to have you visit they just don't want all the extra car traffic well you're talking transportation so let's begin with transportation because for my traveling party that is one thing that we try to take advantage of as often as possible planes trains and automobiles when we are traveling to walt disney world we definitely enjoy spending time on Disney transportation. There's so much of it. And I think, you know, as corny as it sounds, it's that Disney magic, especially I love the boats. There are three different sets of boats on property. You've got boats that run Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter over to Disney Springs. You've got a second set of boats that runs Epcot, Beach and Yacht Club, Boardwalk, Swan and Dolphin, and Hollywood Studios. 
And then a third slash fourth set of boats that runs over by the Magic Kingdom, Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness, Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary. And you're on those boats. And as they tell you on every one of them, they are all free floating vessels. But those skippers are all just so personal. They're welcoming you aboard. They're cracking jokes while you're on there. It's a super relaxing time. I will tell you that my mother's favorite thing to do is go to Old Key West and ride that boat. Mm -hmm. She could do it probably for five hours a day very happily. No, I'm I, not suggesting you all do it for five no, hours. No, but you're right, though. And and to double down on that, just because we mentioned so many of those different areas, each one of those areas that you mentioned, there's also walkable distances uh, among those from Old Key West into the tree houses by Saratoga over to Disney Springs. If you're in the, the boardwalk area resorts, you could walk that entire loop. If you're over at the Magic Kingdom area, you know, they've extended that walkway over to the Magic Kingdom from the Grand Floridian. So there's a lot of walkable distances too in so all those places. let's point out Jeff's family versus Sandy's. <laughs> Sandy's family's looking at our iPhones and saying, Wow, we did 15,000 steps yesterday. Who wants to take a boat ride to get somewhere? Where's and Jeff's my... <laughs> family's getting out there and walking. Yeah, and let's, that's okay. Let's get to 20 that's is my family. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the reason I bring it up too is, you know, they're walkable. And we the last thing I mentioned was that Magic Kingdom area. That can lead you over to one of our other modes of transportation that for anybody that traveled to Walt Disney World over the last... 50 years, you know, you can recite it. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Please stand clear of the doors, right? The monorail is an experience. It is a free experience that you need to experience if you go to Walt Disney World. I just, again, each of these modes of transportation, besides just being a fun attraction in itself, really lets you see Disney property. Yeah. Even if you get on the monorail loop and do the magic kingdom loop and you don't get off, especially if you've got young kids, how amazing that the monorail goes through the middle of a hotel <laughs> Yeah, yeah. or you can take that monorail, that second loop, head over to Epcot and get a view of something like wilderness lodge and see those cabins on the lake and see so much of property from the sky, the same with the gondolas. Disney fans, one of the things that surprised me when they built the gondolas is Disney works so hard with their concept of onstage and backstage. Mm -hmm. And guests, unless you're doing a Disney tour, they really try and keep guests out of backstage because backstage, kind of like a theater, sometimes isn't neat and pretty. You know, it's where the garbage can is. It's where people are on break. It's where they're storing different things. And I was very surprised, but very cool. When you ride the gondolas, you get a backstage look at Epcot. So a real kind of little fun bonus thing there. Yeah, and surprising. You're right. It is It is for somebody that's that's paid attention to the the way that they've done things. That That is a surprise. But I, I the... The transportation that we just mentioned there, I think it leads into, you know, something else that we like to do and, and obviously has changed now because of you can't park at these places for free, but it's a nice way to go and visit some of your resorts. And the resorts, sometimes you're going because you're deciding, do I want to stay here next time? I want to see it live, not just from photos and videos. Right. Sometimes you're going 
to participate in activities. Know that the resorts are open for everybody. However, the pools are not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to walk around, if you want to shop, if you want to eat, if you've got little ones and you just need a different playground because they only want to play on the same one so much, you can do all of those things. And you don't have to arrive and leave the resort the same way. You can arrive by gondola and then leave by bus or by monorail to go someplace else and really check out different things. And it'll amaze you. Sometimes, sometimes your kids, if you're traveling with kids, are enamored by the bus. My kids love the Walt Disney World bus line, the bus transportation. It's just a thing that they've always enjoyed. It 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 reminds them of being in Disney World. So, don't discount something as simple as a bus. What else can we do at the resorts that maybe we're staying at that are that are free? They all have movies at night with little campfires. Some of them, again, you might want to go to a different resort because it's exciting that the movie's on the beach instead of just mm-hmm. on a lawn. Um, but there's a Disney movie every night, weather permitting. So that's a fun thing. One of my absolute favorites to do and the longest running show in Walt Disney World history is the water pageant. And that runs over on Bay Lake. It comes at nine o'clock every night to the Polynesian, nine ten every night at the Grand Floridian, nine thirty at Fort Wilderness, nine forty five at Wilderness Lodge, ten ten at the Contemporary, and if it's a time of year that they're open late, ten thirty five it pulls in front of the Magic Kingdom. And I've talked about this a couple of times in the past, and even I mentioned it to you, Jeff, when you went down with a school group recently, because its home is actually in the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you're riding the monorail during the day, as you're going from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, if you look out the left-hand window of the monorail, you will see a small little channel right next to the Magic Kingdom, and you wonder what these big metal structures are. Take a picture, picture it in your mind and remember it because that is the home for the water pageant. That thing that has been there since park opening comes out into the water. It also uses the least number of cast members for any production that Disney puts on. And it lights up. It has music to it that's unforgettable. Honestly, it's very low tech because, again, it was born back in the late 1960s to be ready for that 1971 opening. But it is still something that people love today and definitely worth watching. As we navigate over to the Art of Animation Resort, we had talked a little bit about this when we did our show there. But break down what we have for free over there. There, the first thing is obviously just looking around. You can walk down Route 66. You can take your pictures with the cars. You can head into the Nemo section and get pictures with those characters, as well as Little Mermaid, Lion King. The resort itself is incredibly immersive just to walk around. Yeah, very visual. They were doing an animation class multiple times a day. It is on hiatus at the moment. It is coming back. It's the same style class that you can now take in Animal Kingdom. But again, these are all things that we're talking about that you can do for free without any admission ticket or anything. So when that class is back in session... We'll update the show notes to say what times they're doing it. But that animation class can be lots of fun as well. 
we had talked about the boat rides and one of them is at Port Orleans and there's there's something there that you and I have spoken about a couple times here on the show for folks to enjoy as well. Over at Port Orleans Riverside, Yeehaw Bob does a vaudeville style act that I have to say every time I go to see it, I'm like, is everybody really still into vaudeville? That's not a 2020 kind of thing. The following and the enthusiasm of the crowd from literally age five to 95 is incredible. Five shows nightly. He is dark on Monday and Tuesday, and he does take a vacation week or two a year. It is literally this man. Bob Jackson is on vacation. There is no replacement. 830 to 1145 at night. And I promise you, even if you're sitting there saying, why would I listen to old music and vaudeville shtick go you will have a great time it is a fun evening and again a free evening you don't have to pay for admission you don't have to buy food or drink just free entertainment that's lots of fun okay we got a couple more uh, this one is still at a resort which i think is obviously it's such a unique resort at animal kingdom lodge Animal viewings. You can go see animal viewings, animal feedings, storytelling about the animals. Animal Kingdom Lodge really does a lot of free activities. They've got cultural representatives. If you're looking for an educational day, that's the spot to go. But if you're just looking to go see the zebras and the flamingos, that's the place to do it. One of the things that we do a lot, and I'm going to kind of navigate away from the resorts for a second, is when we go to Disney Springs, the concerts that take place and the different stages, that's something that we've spent a good amount of time as a family just kind of enjoying, whether we go and get our ice cream at Ghirardelli and sit and listen, or whether we're just having a cocktail over at Paradiso and, and sitting over there or going to you know, Jock Lindsay's and, and, and enjoying some appetizers. There are stages all throughout Disney Springs where concerts are there from some different performers that are just dynamic and fun and free. Most definitely. And that one that you mentioned first right across from Ghirardelli is the stage that's used by student performances during the day. So those are typically high schools mostly, but colleges and occasional middle school from all over the country performing. And then at night, they turn into different performances. Sometimes they're DJs. And as you said, there's just music in so many places, so many kinds of music and things to sit and enjoy. Again, you can go for free. You do not need admission to get into Disney Springs and all of the music. You're not just listening to something from afar like everybody out in the parking lot trying to catch Britney Spears. You can actually sit in the concert venue right. and take in these concerts for free. Well, and if you got little dancers like I do, it's a fun little spot for them to get some energy out maybe before they got to go to bed. So that's a good time too. Uh, the next one that we have here, it is so wonderful and it's something that can be easily overlooked because you don't even necessarily know that it's happening. But if you go over to the Grand Floridian and you sit in their lobby, the piano at the Grand Floridian just just outstanding. Just a really great ambiance and really, really enjoyable to sit and listen to. Such incredible talent. And there are a few different players that rotate through that position. But all Disney songs, but done. No vocals in wonderful piano music. I could sit there for hours. I will say not on our list, sadly, 
is the Grand Floridian Orchestra that people used to sit and listen to for hours as they have been disbanded and no longer exist, but they were always a highlight for people as well. But again, different than that music that you find at Disney Springs, but definitely something enjoyable. And even the little ones will dance to it, will stare in awe. You know, when you first hear it, you assume it must be a recording or a player piano just to watch the talented people is something in and of itself. This next one that you got here with a caveat is free with a package. So if you book a Walt Disney World travel company package, there's a mouthful for you. Right. Which is what anybody working with a travel agent, if you're staying on site, you get a package. Comes with a round of free mini golf during the day, not in the evening. So I always say it's great for a non-park day if you have one. It's great if you're... Flight is at, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon. And so you're not doing a park for the day. Their mini golf on property is not inexpensive, but it's a free perk with the packages. So great to take advantage of. And we got one more before we're going to tackle some things that maybe occurred seasonally. What do you got? Disney's Boardwalk. And it is modeled after the Jersey Shore, as you've heard us talk about before. I have mixed feelings talking about this one. Each evening on the boardwalk, there are one or two entertainers. They are anything from magicians, jugglers, cowboy ropers. There's a jump roping act that I've seen. And they perform a 15-minute performance, and then they take a break. It is not a full evening of entertainment when I have people that say to me, oh, we're going to go hang out at the boardwalk all night. Unless you want to spend lots of money to get cheap stuffed animals playing boardwalk games and they're not Disney stuffed animals. I don't think it's a whole evening. But if you're looking for something different, maybe you're staying at one of the gondola resorts. And so you head over there from the gondola station, you check out that entertainment. Maybe you have a meal or an ice cream. There's also a phenomenal bar right there. Um, It is a spot where if you wanted to watch a little bit of the Epcot fireworks are viewable from there. But it can be a fun evening just to kind of people watch and get in that little bit of entertainment. But again, I think it's a great thing for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on your family. And so that's why we say you kind of have to decide, how am I getting there? Is it worth the time? You know, do I spend three hours in transportation to do an hour activity? If you've listened to the program and we know that you have, you know that we talk at length about how we adore the holidays in the park. So without diving into an entire holiday show, which we could do at any given time, the seasonal approaches to things you can do for free vary based on what we've got going on here. Give us a a, a quick 30 seconds for, for the time of the year where the free things are in abundance. Christmas is definitely the biggest. Every resort is made over for Christmas. Every resort has a unique tree, unique lobby decorations, and the majority of deluxe resorts have gingerbread displays. I could spend three days doing nothing but touring resorts at Christmas. Yes. Also for Easter, the majority of resorts do some kind of Easter contest among the cast and they often allow guests to get involved by voting and what i mean by that is you'll go somewhere like their lobby or their food court 
and you'll see like six or eight giant eggs and it'll say, this one was made by the front desk team. This one was made by the housekeeping team. This one was made by maintenance and they're all highly themed and decorated eggs. So it's fun to see what they all come up with to realize it's not always the culinary people that have the most talent on those things. And to be part of voting on it is a lot of fun. Okay, so we're coming to the end of the program, but there are some free souvenirs that are are kind of passed around property. So give us a breakdown of where we can find some free souvenirs. And they're small, which is why we didn't do this episode focusing on it. But again, Disney is very big on buttons to celebrate. Mm -hmm. You can get a button at any resort front desk in any gift shop in a park or a Disney-owned gift shop in Disney Springs or at guest services. And they're everything from birthdays to anniversaries, honeymoons, graduations, generic, I'm celebrating. And you can write in what it is. You can be celebrating spring break. You can be celebrating passing the MCAT. Disney is a place to celebrate. And that button is something you can wear with that button. It's a great souvenir. You may or may not get some free things on property, but you'll get a lot of well wishes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Transportation trading cards and coins. They are a little more difficult to find, and they actually require that you talk to people. I know that's something (laughs) not everybody loves to do. But ask your bus driver, your boat driver, your monorail driver. There is a series of collectible cards and wooden collectible coins. It's up to the individual cast member whether they want to carry them and participate in it. Many of them do participate, but when they start their shift, unlike something like pin trading, they take four to 12 cards. And so if they worked starting at four o'clock and a lot of people happen to ask them, they're out of them by 10 o'clock at night. So it's a good thing to check for earlier in the day. Visiting over at the Polynesian, anybody can get an official Hawaiian lei as a souvenir. That's available right in their main lobby or right at the valet stand. You'll find most of the resorts as well as here's another spot to go look. The Disney Vacation Club desks where they're selling opportunities to see the Disney Vacation Club give out different stickers with Disney characters on them. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the amount of Disney stickers that I've gotten been given to my children on vacations. Most definitely. And we'll end with... The best of all, Mm -hmm. what you said is your favorite, free chocolate. Does it get better? Well, free Dole Whip would be great, but we'll settle for free free chocolate. Free chocolate. Uh, Giordelli's in Disney Springs gives out one free square of chocolate to every person all day long. So just swing by. You'll see somebody standing there with a basket. Yes, you have to interact with a human, but it's pretty much the easiest interaction you can have. Well, before I ask you if there's anything else that you want to mention, you know, there are, I just encourage folks, if you're staying on property, go to your concierge, go to the front desk, see what they have at your resort that maybe you wouldn't think of. If you want to go, if there's a basketball court there, you want to play that. If there's a tennis court, you want to go play that. If there's can jam, if they've got certain things set up all throughout the different place, talk to the people that are at your resort and see what they have because you may find that you may have an entire day's worth of things that you could do that you wouldn't have even thought of for free. So, And okay. along that line, they do all have an activities guide. They do it in different ways. Sometimes it's a printable thing you pick up in 
Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's a bulletin board with little cards on it. In many of the resorts, it's a sandwich board sign, and it tells you every hour of every day what there is, from the free movies like we talked about to poolside games to tie-dye shirts. The only piece of advice I give you is look at that list carefully. It's probably 70% free and 30% things like the tie-dye shirt is a charged item. Correct. But lots of things to do for free to relax, to set a little different pace than in the park. Again, you can opt to do a whole day of these things, or you can opt to do a sleep-in morning or early day in the park where you just go in for a couple hours and fill this in. A lot of these things, again, I highly recommend on arrival day or departure day because they're great fillers without a park ticket if you're not going to have a whole day to take advantage of it. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time tonight to break this down. I know free is a tough thing to come by these days, not just in Walt Disney World, but all across the world. So thanks for taking the time and have a great week. My pleasure. You too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.